Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your vibrational, multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and brilliant community of light. I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good evening uh, to all of you tuning in from around the world. We're celebrating Season 23. Uh, today, I'm joined by my beautiful friend, Adelina East is here. We're going to talk about alchemizing your your anchor, um, the Palladians and our celestial home. We're going to talk about rebirthing your safe haven. Uh, where is your anchor? Uh, what brings you back to your energetic home when nothing else will? Uh, the galactic beings that Adelina works with, the Palladians, the Arcturians, the Archangels, they want us to find our way back home or to our spiritual home. So we're going to dive into that today. We'll take some live callers later. Uh, press star 2 on your phone to raise your hand. The question to ask Adelina is, where is my celestial home? If you want to know where in the stars you're from, um, just your heritage, that's the question to ask. Uh, so welcome home, beautiful souls, luminous light leaders, new earth paradise partners, cosmic creators, uh, to this next phase of your spiritual awakening and exploration. Know that this is a harmonious haven, a sacred space, a soulful sanctuary. To really see your sacredness, to feel empowered, uh, this is a unity community designed to illuminate your potential as an unlimited divine human. Uh, and I'm dedicated and devoted to walking hand in hand and heart to heart with all of you as we soar into our highest potentials together. Uh, I do want to invite you to subscribe to this show. It is a free platform that you can access at straighttalkforthesoul.com. You can also listen to all of your replays on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, and Stitcher. And we would love to see you in our private Facebook group or Instagram. Uh, just enter in Straight Talk for the Soul or Straight Talk with Carrie to find us. Uh, and during our time together today, write in if you have joined us by uh, webcast. You can ask the questions there, give us your feedback there, and I'll be checking in. And I want to begin something uh, today that I started here in season 20, uh, 23, yeah, we're in 23, that I want to invite you to do with me now. I want to invite each and every one of you to join hands and hearts with every single soul in this sacred circle. I want you to envision this, feel this, and set the pure intention to radiate love, radiate kindness and compassion into each and every heart, as well as to every soul on the planet. Just radiate that love now and just feel the waves of love uniting us all, coming to you, out from you, back to you, and just blessing us all. I want us to embrace the potent power of this unity community to to really heal, uplift, uplift and bless all members, not only of this community and sacred circle, but all beings on the planet. So this is a very purposeful practice, and it's going to produce infinite blessings for us all. It uh, doesn't take long, but thank you for participating in that. Uh, and now allow me to tell you about my beautiful co-creative partner for today, Adelina Eves. She's an international lecturer. She's a mental health expert. 
She's also a podcast host and a multidimensional mentor. She works with a global clientele to recover from trauma and create innovative methods of healing and channeling. She's the founder of Transformational Healing, and Adelina draws upon her neuroscience research and counseling backgrounds, as well as her spiritual gifts to lead others through a spirit-driven process to retrain their brains, uh, creating profound change. Adelina's decade-long career with the United Nations and other humanitarian aid organizations brought her to serve thousands of people in eight countries to overcome trauma and lead others to do the same. Driven by her conviction that anything can be healed, Adelina works with clients to recircuit the pathways in the brain, transforming traumatic memories, illness, and long-standing health issues into higher vibrational energies. Uh, she had a spiritual reawakening when involved in a health crisis of her own that left her unable to move her physical body for over a year. Uh, as a child, she had learned about healing from her Native American grandmother, a third-generation healer, medicine woman, and spiritual medium. Adelina rediscovered her abilities as a clairaudience, a clairvoyant, and a claircognizant, uh, realizing that she could channel spirit guides and Archangel Gabriel, Michael, and the Mary Magdalene Collective as well as star collectives like the Palladians and the Syrians and more. So these multidimensional beings brought forth clear instructions on how to heal herself, as well as the development of transformational healing. Uh, Adelina received multiple master's degrees from the University of London in the United Kingdom. She's a specialist in trauma recovery. Uh, she's certified in uh, many modalities, such as yoga and meditation, theta healing and herbal medicine. And she speaks five languages, so she is able to work with people all around the world uh, in that way. And so today we're talking about the Palladians, our celestial home. Uh, well, Adelina is going to talk about the, the galactic grids. She'll share a three-quick-step process to anchor or um, anchor you back into your, your roots, <laughs> the celestial world. And uh, we'll talk about why it's important to heal your point of origin. And then we'll have a group process, a guided journey to have a mini-experience of your true spiritual home. Uh, so let's dive in, everyone. Please join me in extending waves and waves of love, light, and joy to Adelina as I welcome her back. Hi, welcome back. Thank you so much, Carrie. It's always so great to spend time with you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're so welcome. So this community expands every time you're here. So I feel it's important just to give people, you know, your a perspective of your background that you feel is important. I, I mean, I know I read your bio, but uh, what feels important to share a little bit about your journey so people can get to know you better? Of course. So I think one of the most important things is the the idea and the the knowledge that you really can heal yourself of most anything. I think the most important part of my background was that I had that complete physical breakdown and I really couldn't move my body for about a year. I was diagnosed with everything from MS to rheumatoid arthritis and none of the labs ever made sense with the diagnoses. And I just knew within my soul that they were not correct. And so if people can take anything away from my story, it's that moment of empowerment of just knowing when you know the doctor is wrong, it's okay to say, it's okay to seek other opinions, and it's okay to tap into yourself and into your celestial guides to be able to heal yourself. So much of 
what we talk about on this show has been scientifically proven and is in the process always of being studied and scientifically proven. And they really have in modern neuroscience found that people who spend time with their guides who have a spiritual practice heal faster and grow faster from that practice. Mm -hmm. but absolutely <laughs> i love yeah. that you have you know this background all of these master's degrees multiple master's degrees you've worked with the united, the united nations you've you know but then you have this spiritual like all these gifts you know as i mentioned in the bio your clear audience clairvoyance clear cognizance um for people who are just hearing you for the first time when did that come online when did that uh ignite within you that ignited as a very small child. And I don't mean to discourage anybody from igniting their spiritual gifts because I've seen them ignite even with people I'm working with right now in their 70s. Like it can happen at any time. For me, the way it started was walking around with my Native American grandmother, who is a medicine woman, is a channel, a healer, all of these things. And she was always chatting with her guides. And I remember being out for hikes with her in Montana where she lived some of the time and watching her communicate with the trees and the forest and all of these things. And she taught me so much of what I use now. She passed this year actually, but I still feel her. I was her just going to ask you that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel her all the time. I feel her as we're talking. Yeah. She I have chills as you're me. saying that. Oh, how did she feel about, you know, just the expansion of your, um, I don't, well, career, I guess you could say, to include all of these things now? Did she, I guess she was probably very supportive. Very. And I think the interesting thing is I, I got all of my degrees when I had basically shut off my gifts. I was like, this is too much for me. It's too much to worry about. It's too much to handle. There were a lot of other factors. I was raised in a really religious background, and the mm -hmm. idea of having guides was not something that was acceptable. And so I turned a lot of it off, and then I devoted myself to science, to counseling, these kinds of things. And I loved my work, but at a certain point, my body shut down and said, no, you cannot do neuroscience. You cannot work for the UN. You cannot do all of these things. You need to lay in bed and develop this healing modality. This is your most important job right now. And I was so incredibly resistant that I would not stop. I knew that something was happening with me, but I didn't want to stop working. I didn't want to slow down. And so my body just kind of did it for me. But I have to say that since that took place, it's just unfolded the most beautiful gifts of life. I, I'm so grateful and I'm so much less resistant to things as they come up now just because I've had that experience mm -hmm. already. Yeah, you couldn't move your body for over a year and that's when all yeah. of this came through, right? The yeah. instructions on how to heal yourself and, and now you've been using it with others, transformational mm -hmm. healing. If you could describe that in a nutshell, how would you describe that modality? Well, for you fellow healing practitioners out there, I would describe it as a combination of neuroscience by using neurolinguistic programming, which is a, a means of writing over an older and more upsetting memory with something that's loving and empowering. And then I use tones that are channeled through me by my guides. So the Palladians get very involved, Mary Magdalene gets very involved. 
all of the guides come through me and channel these tones for people to repeat and tone with me. They also channel through different mudras or hand positions. And these mudras connect to certain parts of our brain. So we are quite literally retraining our brains as we use transformational healing. And then after I work with clients, either in a group or one-on-one, I recommend that they repeat that training seven times. Our brains love sevens. Seven is such a holy number. And when we repeat seven times, our brain really gets the feeling of that new memory. And it also connects us to our guides in a way that is so beautiful and so special. And that's what's allowed you to help so many people, you know, in your past career, you know, with more traditional counseling and all of that. But and now with trauma recovery, you know, you work with I mean, that's one of your the greatest things that you're able to support people with. Um, do you find that, I mean, now your clients, I mean, I guess they come from all different backgrounds, but I would imagine you work with a lot of people who are energetically sensitive now and intuitive yeah. and all of those things, <laughs> like this audience. <laughs> like, yeah, like this audience. Right. I would say it's, it's been an incredible um, career path so far. I know that when I first started, it was mostly about people who were in chronic pain because that is what I had just recovered from. And I truly believe that source gives us people to work with as we're working on something within ourselves. Like we're all co-creating together. And so the people I've been receiving so much for the last couple of years are recovering empaths, people who deeply feel the energy of a room and the energy of the people around them. I remember having this conversation with you once, Carrie, about how you can sometimes walk in a room and you can just feel whatever what's happening with everybody else around you you know <laughs> it's why it's why i love my my home is my sanctuary <laughs> yeah yes exactly and i think as light leaders we need that sanctuary just to kind of re- refresh and be alone and only feel our own energy and tap into others energy when we voluntarily want to instead of it being like this bombardment mm-hmm. i think um the past couple of years of lockdowns i know some people have had a really hard time with that, and some people have just loved it because it's been constant time alone, time to refresh, time to just be in your own energy. And so the people I'm working with right now um, are mostly empaths who are ex- entering the world again. You know, we're, we're all getting back to work and getting back to family gatherings and friend gatherings and trying to figure out how to not – just heal that empathic quality, but how to actually be in charge of it, how to make sure that you are only in your own energy when you want to be, and how to be around other people and not be taking in their every feeling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I saw our topic for today, I was like, oh, this is a great topic. Um, well, I love the phrasing, alchemizing your anchor. And then I kind of thought, okay, what does that mean? And then I read more and I realized, okay, anchor our roots here and in the celestial world. So what brought all of this up? What inspired you to really create a whole program on this and and want this to be our topic today? Well, what started happening was that I started hearing from Kuan Yin so much. And Kuan Yin is the goddess of compassion. And she works really closely with the Pleiadians and with the Syrians, mostly with empaths, because her 
life when she was human was so much about feeling compassion and love for other people that uh, her empathy knew no bounds. And Mm -hmm. so I felt like the timing for this course was really wonderful because as the lockdowns have taken place, people have, A, forgotten how amazing they are, I think. There is something about uh, solitude for some people that can be kind of um, off-putting and make them feel less amazing than they are. So Mm -hmm. part of this course is rediscovering that hero within you. And a part of it is just hearing from Kuan Yin and the Divine Feminine Ascended Masters and the Star Collectives about how to be a spiritual being, how to be a light leader in your community, but how to not take absolutely every single thing on. Mm -hmm. So there are processes um, within this program that help you to really set boundaries and stick to them. That's been something that's been hard for me my whole life. I, I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> I think for anybody sensitive, it's it's something that we, you know, we are uh, inspired to work through <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is such a beautiful way of saying it. Thank you, Carrie. We are inspired to work through. And so I think that by discovering our point of celestial origin and rediscovering how to alchemize that point of origin, it can really help us to feel strong enough to set those boundaries, to hold those boundaries, and to be able to just be in our own energy when we want to. So does that mean just having that, the reminder of that support from our celestial homes? Um, yeah, and I want to highlight, for those of you, a lot of you are just tuning in in the last five or ten minutes, um, Adelina's going to provide some readings for callers or whatever you want to phrase it. And the question is, where is my celestial home? Because, you know, you have connected, Adelina, with um, your star families and, and you know, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, the Palladians, the Arcturians, the Syrians, um, uh, the Archangels. Um, I'm feeling guided to ask you because there are some people that, that in this community that went through what you went through and I went through, you know, growing up in a very mm-hmm. religious background. And this was like, and this was just, you know, you don't talk about those things. I mean, things have changed in the world since we grew up. But just talk a little bit about your first reconnection with them, your celestial family members and what that was like. And did it make you feel like you were just weird or crazy at first or (laughs) (laughs) it definitely did. So um, I can tell you this story. This is a good one. I, I had blocked everything out and I was going about my life trying to be a normal person in my thirties, normal in quotation marks. Mm-hmm. And I was working for the UN, and we were set to go off um, the next day to a, a place out in the district. It's called the districts are like um, regional centers that may not have a lot of population. There aren't many services there. Like you bring gasoline with you to be able to get back, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we were set to go there the next day. And I was sitting at my desk, and I was looking at one of my colleagues who sat across from me, one of my touchstones, and one of my favorite people. And she was asking me questions about our plans once we got there. And as she was talking, I was seeing Archangel Michael above her right shoulder. And Archangel Michael was saying, tomorrow is not the best day to go. Wait until next week. (laughs) And I was like, whoa, this is trippy. Have I done drugs and I didn't know it? Like, what is happening here? 
And so I ignored it, and I decided that I must be dehydrated. It's a very hot country. And so I got a big bottle of water, and I started drinking. And a couple of hours later, on my way to the, the restroom, I ran into another colleague, and she was asking me about my plans for the following day. And then there was a, a Pleiadian being right above her right shoulder saying, it would be better to go next week, you know, and they're loving You're like, the guys bring on the water. Say, <laughs> I need more yeah, water. Mm-hmm. More water. So there was more water, and uh, that night while I was sleeping, Divine Mother came to me in my dream and was showing me all of these beautiful things that would happen in this community if we could delay our trip by a week. And I think this is important to note, too. The guides don't ever say, don't do this. Bad things will happen to you. Mm -hmm. You know, the guides of the light are just there to help, and they're never there to scare you. So. It, it can be really disconcerting, and you can think you're losing your mind, getting dehydrated, something along those lines, as I did. But eventually, after I had that dream, I just thought, you know, this used to happen to me when I was little, and I think it's coming back, and I'm not necessarily up for it, but I will listen to them, and I will delay the trip a week. And it was wonderful, and it was wonderful that we did because there were all kinds of problems in that area the next day that we were saved from. Wow. But then there was a long period of not hearing from them again and then once I started to have physical problems again it was Archangel Michael around the clock comforting Mm -hmm. me loving me I would sometimes and still sometimes feel his hand on the back of my back pushing me towards certain practitioners and certain things to help me heal Mm -hmm. and I just really encourage anybody who's starting to have these I mean I think this your group, everyone's had these feelings already, probably. But if there's anyone new joining us today who's starting to have these feelings, it's okay. It's actually backed by science. This is really cool. And it's an ascension process that our planet is completely undergoing right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, I love that you're open to um, sharing with our callers and, and participants here today. I guess you can just kind of tune in and, and um, when you let them know like where their celestial home is, is it their primary one? You know, because like with you, you connect with quite a few. Um, mm-hmm. So what will you be sharing with them just out of curiosity? So I'm going to share with our callers their primary one. And mm-hmm. I do believe that most of us, are parts of many different star collectives and celestial Mm -hmm. realms because we have reincarnated so many times and there are certain parts of our souls that are in lots of different, or any, I shouldn't say that. There are certain parts of our souls that originated in different places, Mm -hmm. but I would love to share with your callers their main celestial home. And then if they're interested, they can always book a session. We can talk about all of the ins and outs and the, Mm -hmm. the details there. Yeah. Well, now I want to get into, I know that you wanted to talk about the galactic grids. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into that. <laughs> okay. If that if that phrasing is new to people, probably not in this community, but describe what that means to you to begin with. Of course. And I love the way you phrased the question, Carrie, describe what it means to you. Because I do think it means different things to different people, depending on what you need from your galactic grids, right? So what I find I need a lot of is support and I need encouragement. And the way that the Pleiadians show me the galactic grids is that it almost looks like this really beautiful spider web of interconnection between our souls 
between our guides, between our ancestral realms in the physical form, and also between our spiritual ancestral realms. And so, for example, when I look at you, Carrie, I see your beautiful connections to the Pleiadians. I see your connections to the Syrians. I see your connections to so many of the different archangels. And I can see our connections ancestrally, too. And that those galactic grids are here to help us know that we're not alone. So when we are having something, when we need guidance, when we're going through something, we can tap into different parts of our galactic grids to help us out, to give us guidance. Mm-hmm. And then the other part of the galactic grids that I love to work with with people is their connections to other souls in their lifetimes right now. So within someone's galactic grid, I can see, for example, who their primary partner was in a previous lifetime and if they know them now. Or I can look into their galactic grid and see what the relationship between them and their best friend was three or four lifetimes ago and what they learned from each other and what they can bring to each other in this lifetime. Hmm. Well, that's fun. Um, (laughs) um, You know, a lot to explore there, you know, especially in a private session, which you're offering, and we'll get into that later. But, yeah, I think that that's really empowering when we can reconnect to those and feel that support. And um, I know that you wanted to mention also a three-step, I don't know if it's a process, but just three steps to – as you say, alchemize your anchor or your roots here and in the celestial world. So what would those steps be? So the first step, I believe, would be to know where your celestial realm kind of originates. And so we can do that in private calls today. We'll also do some of that in our process. But if you really aren't sure, if there's no um, star collective or spirit guide that you feel particularly connected to, that's okay. You can imagine your celestial realm and your anchor, wherever you feel it is, and most likely you're right because you're all very intuitive here. Mm -hmm. So the first step is to visualize that anchor and visualize your roots there. So for me, I go up to the Pleiades and I visualize my anchor in the Pleiades and I see all the Pleiades around me and I see my, my human feet kind of grounding into the Pleiades. And then the next step is to figure out what it is that you're trying to alchemize. So this, for a lot of people, can look like journaling. It can look like speaking out loud into your voice notes app on your phone, or maybe you have a a separate tape recorder, and talking out loud about what it is that you're, you're trying to alchemize. So I think for a lot of us, it tends to be either a relationship, a home living environment, or a physical thing. So decide what you want to work on and and set your intention there. You can even just say out loud, my point of celestial origin, my guides, please work with me on this thing today. I want to work through this thing so that I can feel more rested and more grounded here in my celestial realm, anchored here. Mm -hmm. And then the next step, and this is the hardest step, I think, is the surrender part. So As you sit in meditation, as you sit seeing yourself in your celestial realm, grounded there, this practice of sitting and receiving from your guides may feel like nothing 
It may feel like everything. You might shake. That's always okay. That's just your nervous system coming back online and letting you know that you're healing something. You may feel that heartful sensation that you feel when you're communicating with your guides. Anything you're feeling in that moment is absolutely okay. The guides are doing that work. They've heard you set your intention, and they're doing it with you. Mm-hmm. I love that. And to make that a, a daily practice, if possible, is really what cultivates your your connection and your trust <laughs> and that surrendering mm-hmm. that, you, that you spoke about. Um, beautiful. And uh, during the – we're going to do a group process in a little while. And describe what we're going to do as a group. So as a group, I would love to just connect everybody to some of the guides that I work with. I firmly believe that we all have our own point of celestial origin, and that's amazing, and I love to talk to people about their point of celestial origin. But there's no harm ever, and there's always great gains to be made by working with the Pleiadians and the Syrians. And so today I'm really excited to connect everyone to them so that they can also have this experience of feeling that healing, feeling that connection to everyone in their galactic grid in a way that's loving and supportive, not taking on, but just receiving love and support. Yeah. Well, that'll be something fun to look forward to. And Mm -hmm. we have many hands up, a lot of people who've written in um, who really want to connect with you and and find out their celestial origins or home. Um, Before we do that, you had said one thing in my notes I'm looking at about the importance of healing um, our celestial origins. What did you mean by that? I think that for a lot of us that were raised in religious um, Mm -hmm. groups, I I know that for me that was a big roadblock was accepting Mm -hmm. the fact that I had spirit guides and that they could be from star collectives and they could be, you know, uh, people with uh, religious roots as well, like Master Yeshua and Divine Mother and Mary Magdalene. And so there was a ton of healing that I had to do on that in order to be able to really hear my guides and, and accept their wisdom and heal with them. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yes. Especially in a lot of these conservative um, homes and upbringings. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, living here in, in the South, <laughs> I mean, I felt it was a it was a lot to. Um, move through and I had to do it. I mean, I started doing it on my own as a teenager, but I had to do it quietly, you know, and, Mm -hmm. um, and then it was my near death experience, which I went through a a health scare as well in 1997 that, that really, and I was put to bed for um, six weeks and that was when Mm -hmm. my first book came through and it was like, Oh my gosh, I was reconnected with um, a higher aspect of me. So it was, it was like, okay, we're going to kind of really push you along here. Um, yeah. because there was a lot of resistance, um, to all of that. I was, I was like you. I, um, had a master's degree. I was in traditional, you know, counseling and, and psychology and all of that because that was, that was quote normal, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but, <laughs> so I had to go through that as well. And, and then it was like, you make a commitment. It's like, okay, who, who, you know, we're just diving in here. Um, yeah. but I think that's really important as I'm looking at people writing in. Yeah, there are a lot of people who, who still have 
some resistance to that, especially if they're they're even their partner, their 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 spouse right. <laughs> or their yeah. family members, they they're not into this. <laughs> so Absolutely. how do you feel that? How do you heal that for someone who comes to you and they say they're having those kind of struggles? What would you what would you do in that situation? So I think the most important thing in that situation is to first um, give the person a lot of encouragement and love that they are not nuts. This is not fake. It's not something that they're making up. This is a really real thing. That's really the first thing, because I think a lot of times I know that with me, with my ex-partners and things, there was a lot of um you know, this isn't you, I don't know what you're talking about, this can't be a real thing, I'm not into it, please don't change. And that's so hard. That's so hard. Like, I need to be allowed to change. I'm going to change a million more times before I die. It's part of my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think the first step is to just really encourage people that they're loved and that this is a real thing. And then what I usually do with people is we go through – um several different transformational healing processes to kind of piece out what is their interpretation of things and what things are really um, going to hem them in and make their life unbearable. Mm -hmm. So, of course, it's always amazing if we can heal relationships to the point that they don't need to end. That's always my first goal. Um, yes, and just grow and change. I think mm-hmm. the stagnancy when people don't allow themselves to to evolve and change just just because they want to stay in that comfort zone or that um, it's that stagnancy which clearly leads to resistance, which ends up with some kind of health um, challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And then you know, uh, and then that leads to the next phase of awakening. And um, I know many of you listening have experienced that, um, or you're currently going through that, but. Um, um, yeah. Now, I love all of this. And Adelina, if you're ready, I'd love to take some callers and then we'll go to the webcast and take some of the participants in that way. Are you ready for that? I'm so ready. Let's go. Okay. So if, uh, when I call on you, if you could just give us your name and then just ask the question. What's the best question? Is it where is my celestial home or um, yeah. star yeah, origins? Something like that. (laughs) Okay. I'm excited about this. Okay. First caller that I'm going to, I'm going to go to area code 801. Um, You're live. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Hi. My name's Deborah, and i got to say, I resonate so much with everything that was just said. It's, like, incredible. I feel kind of, like, overwhelmed. Um, (laughs) But... uh, (laughs) Especially when you were talking about your grandmother, mm-hmm. something about the, I don't know, the color white. Anyways, um, so what is my celestial origin? So what I'm hearing from you, beautiful one, is I'm hearing a lot of Pleiadian energy. So the guides present themselves differently to different channels. And so I'm going to share with you what I know of the Pleiadians. And I, there are people who can disagree with me on this, and that's fine. But what I always hear from them is that they are the creative healers. And so the Pleiadians are really great at getting down to the root of whatever is going on. So, for example, when people around you say, oh, no, I'm fine, everything's great, you know immediately that it's not, and you actually even know what's wrong. Like, it's not just the knowing that something is up, but it's the knowing of what it is at the root. Um, 
And this is such a beautiful quality because you can take this sense of intuition and this sense of natural healership into your own life, too. Like, you can do so much work with the guides all on your own. I'm What the Pleiadians are kind of showing me right now is that this is something you've done through many, many lifetimes because you have this Pleiadian origin. And so you yourself are one of those gentle and creative healers. Mm. Deborah. Uh, What I was going to say is that I've been working remotely. You know how you were talking about people working remotely? Mm -hmm. And they are asking me to come back to work, and I don't want to go back to work. And I'm wondering if this quality that you were talking about, if there's a way for me to develop that for a livelihood. Mm-hmm. I always believe there's a way to develop it into a livelihood. Um, I believe in doing it in a smart way so that you're not in panic mode and not having to um, hustle so much because the hustling can also lead to not being able to fully hear the guides. And so I run a mentorship program. You can read all about it on my website. But what we usually do is we start working together and people keep their regular jobs and they start expanding their gifts and really learning what their gifts are and how to use them. And they start as a side business and that starts Mm -hmm. to bring them more and more income so that they can eventually leave what they do that they are not enjoying. Mm -hmm. But I do highly recommend if there's any way to get them to keep letting you work from home, see if you can. People are coming up with really creative ideas for doing this right now. <laughs> yeah, I've been really trying to think of a way to, yeah, see that. Yeah, it's so nice to have that extra time with your guides and not have the commute and have more time to focus on your spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm always willing to, to give some ideas as well if you need them. Deborah, thank you. Wow. I hope you cultivate this, Deborah, because I've seen you around and I feel it's like you're being called to do this. You know what I mean? But I love what you said, Adelina, to do it slowly and cultivate it so that you're not in that mode where you actually shut down and you can't mm-hmm. even see the guidance. So, yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, Deborah, thank you for being here, my dear. And uh, Thank you guys so much. Thank right. you, Deborah. Wonderful to meet a Pleiadian sister. <laughs> there are many of us <laughs> right back here. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, Adelina, thank you for that. Um, okay, next caller. Again, your name and the question, where is my celestial home or my origins? I'm going to area code 250. Hi. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Adelina. Thank you for, for picking me. Um, my name is Sherry. <laughs> and hi, Sherry. My... Hi. <laughs> I'm loving this call. I'm just so grateful, um, really, from my heart to yours. Very grateful for for being here. And today is just really um, hitting home. <laughs> so where is my celestial home? <laughs> oh. Sherry, I'm so excited because the minute that you started talking, I started hearing from your guides. And again, I'm going to preface this with we all hear from guides differently, but this is how I hear from guides. So you are, uh, your main home is with those of Orion. 
And these are very quick thinkers. So those of Orion are beautiful, beautiful souls. Actually, many of those of Orion have shown me that they were a part of the Egyptians back in the day when the pyramids were being built and all of this um, kind of like the crux of civilization was taking place. And so because you have this inventive and quick thinking mind, you can advance us forward as a society, which no pressure. Today, no pressure. <laughs> wow. Um, but that's usually, those of Orion usually have that kind of energy. They're really fast. Their energy moves really fast. And they're always on something. They're never, um, I mean, you may sit on the couch and watch television, but probably as you're doing it, you're having 20,000 ideas of ways yep. to move us all ahead. Yeah. <laughs> And so, uh, thank you for that. Yeah. So <laughs> um, any, 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 any guidance um, in terms of which direction? What they're showing me actually is a lot of kind of climate change stuff. I'm not sure if you're interested mm. in that at all, but they're showing me you taking on a number of inventions, just kind of like garage type inventions that will end up moving us forward. Do you have any interest wow. in that kind of stuff? No. <laughs> okay. No, but you're not. You're actually the second person that has mentioned that. So something I'll, I will sit and go inward, and um, who knows, right? <laughs> Get your invention juices flowing, Sherry. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And you know, yeah, this wow. is the cool thing about that, Sherry. Like a lot of these um, climate change inventions, like the the beautiful. Um, composting heap was actually created by someone who had nothing to do with climate change. They weren't a scientist. They had no, it was not their field at all. You know, so it's the guides give us ideas and give us the paper and pen to write it down, but then they don't expect us to go outside of what we know. There, There's always going to be a partner there or like a business associate to help you make it a reality. So don't feel overwhelmed if you start to have ideas for something cool that's not your background. It doesn't mean it can't happen. It just means there's going to be a person there who's going to help you make it a reality. Very cool. I will I will stay open and and thank you. That's that's inspiring. Yeah. Thank you. You're inspiring. <laughs> I love Sherry. Sherry, I'm so glad you're here. Oh, I'm so grateful. Honestly, really, it's just every every time. I can't my uh, anyway. I can't go on online for some reason today. So I'm glad you picked me on the phone. So oh, thank you're you. So welcome. You're so welcome. Much love to you, my dear. Lots of love. Okay, yeah. and Adelina, thank you for that. Um, Okay, I'm going to go to our next caller. So, again, your name and the question, where is my celestial home? Area code, let's see, uh, 508. You're live, 508. Hello, is that me? Hi. Yes, yes. it's you. Thank you. My name is Gunjan, and um, I would love to know my celestial home. Mm. John, um, I'm feeling you as you say all of those words. So what I'm feeling is that you are a Syrian beauty, and those of the Syrian Star Collective are sort of the more logistical healers of the world. So when you are 
I'm not sure if you're a light worker formally or if you're if you work with your family and friends doing this kind of work. But what's what's the experience? Formally, very formally, a light worker. (laughs) Okay, very formally. So what they're the Syrians are showing me is that as you're working with people, um, they come to you a little bit scattered. Like maybe they're not quite sure what it is they want to work on, but they feel guided to you. And so they just come in and and lay it all on the line. And then you pick up the pieces and you're able to line out the specific steps for them to heal. So it's not just um, – it's not only, I should say, energy healing, but it's also this beautiful form of step-by-step instructions for them of things that they can do even into the future to help themselves heal. It's really mm-hmm. beautiful. Oh, thank you. Mm. <laughs> thank you, because I, I'm a yoga teacher. It's kind of my primary thing, but I'm also um, a coach, and I'm uh, an artist. And is there anything about art and color? Mm-hmm. So one of the beautiful things about the Syrians is that what they always share with me is during their time on Earth, they were very present during the Renaissance. And uh-huh. so a lot of their time was spent creating beautiful things. And one of the most important things about this step-by-step that you give people, and now I'm seeing, now the yoga makes sense. Like, okay, yoga, um, <laughs> we can follow the flow and see the step-by-step moments. Uh-huh. That is also a form of painting and of art. So perhaps when people are doing yoga, you can actually see the colors change and move in their bodies, and you can see the different places that they are creating and shapes that they're creating with their bodies, much like a a Renaissance artist. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Gunjan, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I am too. Thank you so much for choosing me. Oh, you're and, welcome. And everything welcome. that you do, Carrie, I love it. Oh, thank you. And I'm glad Adelina. you're a part of this. Um, so grateful. And Adelina, thank you for that. So blessings to you, Gunjan. Thank you. Okay, let's see. I'm going to take... Let's see, our next caller, I'm going to go to area code 810. You're live, 810. Hello, this is Melanie. Thank you, ladies. Hey, Melanie, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you ladies today? Beautiful, magical. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. All that. Can you please tell me where my... (laughs) Can you please tell me where my family is from? Of course. Just tapping in here because I'm seeing a few. I'm trying to see which one to go to. So what I'm feeling the most of, honestly, is a lot of Pleiadian energy. Again, we're back to the creative and uh, loving healers. And so what they're showing me the most about you, they're showing me a few different Interesting, actually, that the Pleiadians are all about people's past lives today, but they're showing me a few different previous incarnations that you've had where you've been using this gift with flowers and plants in order to help people heal. And so you've kind of come up with, or in these previous lifetimes, you've come up with your own modality to do this and your own way of leading people towards healing themselves with these different uh, tinctures and and petals 
And what they're showing me right now actually is that this is something if you haven't dived back into this yet, it's something you could dive into in the future because as you start to do it, you'll see you'll see these previous lifetimes, you'll see the things that you already know that are just buried in previous lifetimes and you'll start to uncover them. How cool. Mm-hmm. That is cool. <laughs> Get started, okay. Melanie. Is there, is there... Yeah. Is there anything else that they need me to know right now? No, but what they're, I mean, the things that they're showing me are pretty incredible. So you healed some really major things over the years with this gift of knowing how to combine certain petals and certain herbal remedies. Hmm. So that's definitely something to tap into if you're interested. Explore. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank Thank you. And thank you, Adelina. Um, It is interesting. All of these things, they they come up for a reason. And then, you know, it's the exploration process, you know. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes when we meditate or what you mentioned earlier about journaling or even, you know, the little notes on your phone, I do that all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, When you ask those questions, what do I need to know or how can I tap into these gifts and just let it flow through and you'd be amazed. So, um Okay, let's see. Um, before we go to the webcast, what I would love to do is uh, share with our audience the special offers that you've created. So they can be found at straighttalkforthesoul.com. Uh, click on our marketplace link and you will see Adelina's beautiful face. Uh, click on her picture and you'll see the two offerings. Um, The Anchor Point course uh, is Offer A. This is a five-part channeled course on rebirthing your safe haven. Everything that we've been talking about today, it's about finding your way back to your spiritual home. So describe for our listeners, Adelina, if they decide to to participate in that, what they will receive. So in this course, it's really beautiful. expands upon what we've just done with these last few callers of helping you sort of figure out your spiritual home and what your celestial home is. So in the first session, we talk about overcoming limitations to your heroism. And what a lot of people don't realize is that if you're here, you're a hero. You're not only a hero to yourself, but you're a hero to so many other people. And you have been in so many different incarnations. And so the guide's start by bringing through um, ideas for what your limiting self-beliefs could be for your own heroism. And so we do a transformational healing process to heal that. And then in the second session, uh, Kuan Yin comes through with the Pleiadians and the Syrians and channels a beautiful story about her existence on this planet as a human that all of us will relate to. It's about this thing we were talking about earlier about being so empathetic, how to manage it when you are going through your spiritual awakening, you're spiritually growing, and perhaps the people around you are not so into it. Um, And then in in sessions three through five, we work through some of the most antiquated beliefs we have about this stuff. So For example, where I was raised, um, spirit guides were not okay. It was thought to be almost a a sacrilege almost Mm -hmm. to to talk about them or even think about them. And so we resolve a lot of those kinds of 
religious beliefs from our history, if we have any. And uh, we heal some wounds of the divine feminine. Kuan Yin walks us through this transformational healing process to heal a lot of the the wounding that's come up around being a woman and around being female or around even having a divine feminine consciousness. You know, all all people have both masculine and feminine within them. And what I heard from some of the men who took the class was that it was really helpful for them to heal some of the wounds of the divine feminine within them and it helped their relationships with women so much. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then in the fifth session, we connect to your inner hero. We connect back with our star collectives and our celestial homes, and we really root down and anchor into our our celestial homes so that we can remain here on Earth in these crazy times, grounded and stable and feeling great. Mm, beautiful. And this is immediately available to you when you get this. So you can listen to it right away or as many times as you want. And uh, especially for those of you who, who may want to really tap into this connection, this home connection, and really ignite your gifts. Um, I think this is beautiful. And and then to take it further, um Offer B is all of that, plus a private session with you. Um, and that, in this way, you can really go deep with someone and whatever it is that they're needing. Um, if it is a trauma resolution, if it is um, overcoming PTSD or physical ailments, that's something they can do. But, you know, if someone is wanting to really rediscover their spiritual gifts or their, <laughs> their true family, you can really go in deeper with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so any of it, <laughs> any and all, um, and you bring forth, I want to, for those of you who may not have been here in the beginning of the show, we were talking about how you you bring forth these sounds, these tones um, that are a real, you know, significant part of your work. Describe what, you know, what that's all about. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it is really odd, and when I first started doing it, I my partner at the time really thought I was just nuts. It sounds a little bit like humming and it sounds a little bit like um, noises from another dimension as they've been (laughs) described. So what that's about from a science perspective is that um, this man named Porges discovered this thing called polyvagal toning. And what this is is a special toning process that allows you to connect more with yourself. So a lot of us you know, I think especially women, we're running around, we're dealing with the kids, we're trying to keep the family going, we're also trying to work and then also have a spiritual practice. It's like a lot. Um, And so for most of us, polyvagal toning kind of puts us back into our center, back into ourselves. Hearing your own voice has actually been proven to be one of the most healing things you can do. And so when you're humming these tones, I'll I'll guide you through the tones and through the hand motions, but when you're humming these tones, you are literally healing yourself. The guides are communicating to you as you hum these tones, and you're healing yourself, which I think is pretty amazing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially in a culture where we're so dependent on people with a medical degree to tell us how to do something, you know? 
Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Empowerment at its finest. And would you consider it light language? I mean, we do light language here. I mean, all the, I mean, it's almost every show, it seems like. Um, So yeah, it's just allowing, uh, yeah, allowing that to come through. So they will experience that in the session. And um, yeah, a few people are still writing in, you know, if, if they're not able to work with you here today, you'll be able to let them know their celestial home and, and really go into more detail about what you're seeing mm-hmm. and, and hearing and feeling. So uh, beautiful, wonderful. Thank you for these generous offerings. And as always, we have the three pay option. You can pay these over three months if that's helpful. And uh, oh, I forgot, we still have the group journey to do as well. Mm-hmm. But let me go to the webcast before we do that. Um, okay. There's so many of you that have written in. We'll we'll take a few of these, if you can, because a lot of you wrote in a while back. Write back. Let me know that you're still here. Um, so for now, I'll just go to the very top of the page. <laughs> okay. Lace, Lacey, I love Lacey. She's here a lot from Ontario. She's written in a lot, and she's her latest was. She said, "I swear, I'm experiencing an energetic transmission during these readings. It's so crazy and wonderful." Ooh. She says, "I'm so sorry if I'm writing in too much, Carrie. I'm just really excited right now." Uh-huh, <laughs> that's awesome. I and love she it. said, "I'm going through and scrolling through to try to find." Um, the messages. She also had said, yes, Adelina's grandmother's energy is so potent and beautiful. A few people have felt your grandmother's energy here today. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Let me see if you originally had a, okay. All right. She said, yay. So excited about this topic and being with you amazing beings of light. Um, where is my celestial home? I'm so excited. I love these conversations, sending the whole community rainbow waves of light and love. Oh, Lacey. Mm-hmm. That is Lacey. All right. Where's her home? So Lacey, I'm feeling even before you started writing in as Carrie was talking about something else, I was feeling you already. Uh, you have a really strong Andromedan energy. So I don't know how much you know about the Andromedans, but what they always channel through to me about them is that they are extremely 12th dimensional. Um, and so they have a really hard time um, feeling the density of their physical existence sometimes. Like it just feels like, oh, I wish I could just be in spirit form already. This is so annoying. And it's not necessarily like a I'm in pain thing or um, I want things to be different thing. It's more just that you are kind of permanently up there in the 12th dimension. So dealing with the density of Earth is rough. And (laughs) what I always feel when I meet an Andromedan is that they have so much to share. And the, the growth opportunity, so to speak, is figuring out how to put it into words that the third dimensional people can understand. So like you have really big ideas really big things to do in the world and you're doing them but it's almost like a translation from one language to another like how can i translate this into this 3d does that make sense mm-hmm. yes and Lacey, i hope that you heard that my dear um <laughs> okay thank you adelina um Oh, gosh, Cindy, Cindy from Searcy said, hi, lovely ladies of light and love. I would love to know where I am 
such a fun topic today. Thank you. That's Cindy mm-hmm. and Searcy. Searcy, you are from, you're one of the Lyrans. And, you know, it's interesting that the Lyrans are coming up uh, because I was reading this, uh, you know, I'm a history buff and I love that kind of thing. I love Earth history. I also love star history. And I was reading this new history paper from UCLA about things they're finding out about the Romans lately. And I was having this vision of Lyrans setting all of that up and of the Lyrans really guiding us into um, how we can sort of reconfigure the the ancient Rome, so to speak, into a place that's just for light leaders. And, of course, not excluding anyone, but wouldn't it be fun if we had this, like, let's say one state or something that was just mostly light leaders and we could all be together all the time. Um, <laughs> I, I realize that's unrealistic at the moment, but something to dream of. And so mm-hmm. as as I'm looking at you as this Lyran being, they're just showing me all of these gifts with um, – with relating to people, like your ability to relate to others is so extraordinary and it's unlike the way anyone else does it. So that's sort of your unique thing that you bring to the world. Hmm. Cindy. Beautiful and sister. <laughs> Glad you're here, Cindy. I hope that you heard that. Um uh, Susan in Salt Lake City said, hello, ladies. I would love to know my celestial home. Also, I feel like I'm supposed to help the animals and the earth. Let the magic come forth, she said. That's Susan. Hey, Susan. So, Susan, I'm actually feeling really equal parts, and so I can't talk about only one. Um, I'm feeling very much uh, a Palladian vibe, if you will, of this creative and very nature-based healing. But then I'm also feeling a lot of this Enith energy, which is a new star that I just started working with. Um, It's part of Pegasus. And what the guides keep showing me about Enith is that these are the souls who have come to the earth in order to refresh and renew our relationship with animals. So it's not just about taking care of them, but it's also to refresh the human perspective on what animals are to us. Like for many of us, our animals are our guides, right? Like I feel the guides through animals all the time, but for a lot of the, of the world, let's say they don't have such a high regard for animals. And so so much of your gift and the gift of you from Enos is that you are able to see the animal's soul and to see how important they are and to see why they're here on earth. So that's a really beautiful quality. Wow, Susan, I'm so glad you're here and I hope that you heard that. Um Oh, Lacey said, <clears throat> she said, oh, my God, everything you're saying makes so much sense. I have such a hard time dealing with the density here. I did not expect Andromeda, and I am so excited about it. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, Lacey. Uh, 
do one more. Uh, Jackie from Spokane. Hi, Jackie. She said, hi, Carrie and Adelina. I love both of your stories of healing. I am rapidly growing and changing, which is very exciting. What is my celestial home? I'm anxious to meet up with them again. <laughs> so where is it? <laughs> That's Jackie. Hey, Jackie. So with you, I'm feeling a lot of Arcturian energy. The Arcturians are another very uh, brainy sort of star collective and those from our tourists all often have this um, sense of justice and this sense of uh, social justice so if you find yourself reading the news and feeling um, just formally pissed off about everything that's happening <laughs> that makes a lot of sense and our Koreans tend to have this beautiful quality of being able to um, for lack of a better word, work through really difficult situations. So if you put an Arcturian starseed in a room with, um, let's say, negotiators or something, I used to see this a lot at the UN, things get ironed out relatively quickly. It's, it's a pretty powerful gift. You have this amazing way of helping other people to see things from your perspective and to see things in the way of being fair to everyone and in a way that is loving of each person's agency and each mm -hmm. person's freedom. Arcturians are very freedom-loving guides. Mm -hmm. And so that's a pretty powerful quality. And she um, had also said, Jackie, she said, I'm sure there are beings in my house. Objects defy gravity. They tell me I'm never Ooh. alone. She Ooh. said, what, el what else do they want me to know and where are they from? Um, oh, that's so cool. Okay, hmm. let me find out. Hmm. So this is interesting. So some of these objects are being from Nunki. I don't know if you're familiar with this star, but um, it, it the the Nunkians work really closely with the Arcturians because they tend to work hand in hand on resolving conflict. And so these beings are levitating and are showing you their incredible strength and that they're there and present to help you resolve conflict, whatever that means for you, whether it's a conflict within you that you're trying to work out or whether it's a conflict with other people. Mm -hmm. They're there. They're present. They want to be there and they want to help. And it's not so much that they're asking you to do something. Um, our guides actually really rarely do that because that may get involved with our own free will and our own agency to do things, but they will make suggestions. So this is perhaps their suggestion to start resolving some sort of conflict within or with another person. And they're showing you they're there just to be supportive, not making you do anything. Right. Jackie, there you go. <laughs> um, I hope you heard that, Jackie. And, uh, Thank you, Adelina. So now um, let's go ahead and move into the guided journey, group journey, um, to experience, you know, have, a, have a, a, I guess, a greater, deeper um, experience of our celestial home. So mm -hmm. does this feel like a good time to you? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Okay. Okay, everybody. I'm so happy to be with you. So just imagine yourself in your favorite place in nature, whatever that looks like for you. And you can create this place 
to make it look like anything you want. Sometimes I love to ground my feet into pink sand or um, see green clouds up above me. Whatever feels good, go with that. And it doesn't have to make any sense at all. And so you're grounding your feet into your new earth and bringing that new earth energy up your feet, up your legs, and all the way up through your chakra system, through every single meridian. They're showing me that we're going to work with the stomach meridian a lot today, so that's good. And keep bringing this healing energy up, and we'll let it rest here at the third chakra point, this place near our navel, and its color is yellow. This is our place of self-esteem and of knowing who we really are. And of course, this links into our point of celestial origin. And so keep moving this healing energy up. All the way up through the stars, through the sky, and through the different layers of the universe, the reds and oranges, yellows, greens, blues, pinks and purples, and all the way up until we reach this beautiful space of iridescent and pearlescent light. We're just going to do a little breathing together here. So breathe in for four counts. One, two, three, four. Breathe out. Two, three, four. Breathe in. Two, three, four. Breathe out. Two, three, four. Breathe in. Two, three, four. Breathe out. Two, three, four. And just let your breath return to normal. We invite in source. We invite in all of our guides. And wow, we have a lot of guys gathered here. There must be a lot of people on the call today. That's exciting. Um, and so first we're going to hear from the Pleiadians. And the Pleiadians and our Koreans are going to walk us through this beautiful process of reconnecting to our celestial home here. Our dearest ones, we are the Pleiadians and Arcturians, and we will speak to you together today because we have found that so many of you here, though you have attachments and connections and origins in many other celestial realms, many of you gathered here today have a great deal of Palladian and Arcturian energy. And so it is no surprise that you have come to this call to speak with this fellow Palladian Arcturian starseed. And it is no surprise that you've connected with each other and with our beautiful and gracious host here. And so we wish to first remind you of your origins, dear ones. Many of you have reincarnated multiple times on this earth. But in between those reincarnations, you've gone back to various celestial homes. And we have a special place in the Pleiades for those who are in this process. Or during this time, you need extra rest and extra attention to yourself and your spiritual soul. And so 
as you have rested with us here in the Pleiades, we feel it best to reconnect you here so that you may get some of this rest, even while in human form. There is also a process that takes place while those formerly in human form are resting in this place in the Pleiades, preparing for their next cycle, their next reincarnation, where they review all of the lessons that they've learned in that lifetime so that they do not have to repeat them, but also so that they may gain wisdom for the eventual place for many of you will be as spirit guides. And as you know, spirit guides are such wise beings. We are here for a reason. We've moved and lived through so many things that we are able to see everything from a different perspective. And so this is all a part of that process, dear ones. And it is for this reason that we are so very excited to have you come rest with us. Rest in this place in the Pleiades. Reconnect to your celestial origins. And so as you rest here with us, dear ones, we are observing your galactic grids and the different points of connection that you have with other star systems, with other spirit guides. And we are watching and observing as you connect with them. So at this moment, dear ones, your galactic grids are connecting you to your original of origin, your original celestial realm. Whether this was us in the Pleiades or in other places. And dear ones, if you are seeing or hearing or feeling a particular star or a particular place at this moment, this is likely your first point of origin. And if you are not, of course, this is okay. There are many different techniques shared with this channel about how to reach this place. And so, dear ones, as you rest here, as you rest in the celestial place of your origin, please receive, receive this love and encouragement from us. Receive these sounds, receive these tones to rest your body, to rest your mind, to rest your soul here after all that you have traversed through. And though this is a short process, a short activation, know that this is similar to what you experience when you move back into this place in the Pleiades to rest before reincarnating again, to review all of the beautiful things that you've learned and to co-create with Source and with us for your next lifetime. And so as you rest here, dear ones, we ask you, ask you to connect your first finger with your thumb. If you practice yoga, you will know this motion well, Gyan Mudra. And we ask you to hum this tone with us. Hum aloud if you can. If you cannot, hum within your heart. We hear it, of course. Mm. 
And now, dear ones, connect your ring finger with your thumb on both hands. And as you hum these tones with us, just rest and feel this beautiful space around you. Feel this beautiful point of origin and this place of rest. your pinky finger to your thumb and tone with us. And take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. And our dear ones, as you sit here in this place of rest, as you relax in this special place, please know that you are so very loved. If you are present today or even in the future, please know that you are guided whether you call upon the Pleiadians and Arcturians for guidance matters not. We are here with you. And we do encourage you to move forward, dear ones, to continue on your path of spiritual awakening, to continue working with us to ascend the planet. We are so very grateful to you, light leaders. We are so very grateful for the work that you put into the world, for the work that you have done upon yourself, and for all that you carry through. We are so grateful. We are co-creators, as you are with all of those in the star collectives and the spirit guide world. Source energy is here with you as well. Please know, moving forward, dear ones, of your beautiful gift, of all that is available to you. And please remember to enjoy every single day as much as we can. Many blessings to you. And now softly and gently, bring your mind, body, and spirit down. Down through the different layers, the purple, pinks, blues, greens, yellows, oranges, and reds. And further down, through the stars, through the planets, and all the way back down to your new earth, whatever that looks like for you, ground your feet in here and bring that healing energy up your feet, up your legs, and all the way up out of your crown chakra. Allowing this energy to flow throughout you and for you empathic souls, 
We will tip your aura with gold today. And we ask you whenever you are having this feeling of being so surrounded by so much energy that doesn't move well with yours, tip your aura with gold and allow this to be your extra level of solace, of protection, and of you and your spirit guides moving through the day together. And take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. A deep breath in and a deep breath out. And one more deep breath in and a deep breath out. And slowly open your eyes. Thank you, beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. How is everybody? Write in. Let us know how you're doing. <laughs> Sometimes it takes people a minute, but um that was beautiful and it was that resting place. Um mm-hmm. And uh, I like that at the end there, the the tipping of the aura with gold. I think that's a beautiful practice um, for any of those energetically sensitive beings listening. And uh, um, I am going to go to our webcast. I'm going to start looking in here. I would love to hear from you. But um, Susan from Salt Lake City had written in and said, Thank you. You made my day, my month, and my my year. Aww. My heart, my heart is singing. I also love Pegasus. I call on him every day for help and guidance. Nice. Uh, she said, he, "She said you cannot make this stuff up." You can't. <laughs> oh, Susan, thank Wild. you so much. Yeah, um, yeah. Thank you for the feedback, and uh, I'm gonna. I'm scrolling through here. There are a lot of people still asking about their um, star system. Hopefully, um, for a lot of you, as we were going through that journey, like what, you know, you said something at one point, like whatever is coming to your awareness is Mm -hmm. your point of origin. So really trust that. And Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Um, Okay. There are a lot of people written in way at the beginning, and I'm kind of going through here and just glancing at everything. Um, Okay, I'm going to go back up to the top to see if anybody has written back in. Okay, yes, you're coming back. Uh, Bridget (laughs) said, uh, so beautiful, it knocked me right out. (laughs) I feel so relaxed. Good. I'm so glad. Lacey said, um, so much love for this call today. I'm living in a blissed out galactic high right now. Thank you both so much. Thank you, Lacey. Yay. Yeah, that was really beautiful. Uh, Deborah from Los Angeles said, wow, so thankful to be joining in today. Sending love your way. Right back to you, Deborah. And to everybody who's joined us, I mean, it's always a co-creation, you know. With mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that part of your show. I love co-creating with everybody. It's go- so great. Yeah, and really honoring them for being a part of this because it wouldn't have unfolded as it did without all of these beautiful participants here. And um mm-hmm. Adelina, I love you and I thank you for everything oh. that you're doing on the planet, for your presence in my life. 
in this community today. Um, I love you, Carrie. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for being just exactly who you are. It really helps the planet. It really helps me. I'm sure it really helps everybody on this call. I just love you. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. I'm just glad you're here. And before we sign off, any final message or anything else that feels significant to to share with these beautiful souls? Um, sure. At the last minute, the Phoenicians were kind of coming in at the end of that uh, messaging. So I know there are a lot of folks on the call, too, who have some Phoenician heritage as well. They're super beautiful healers, and they just love to love. They're the great lovers. As far as they tell me anyway, they're the great lovers of the star world. So I'm really blessed to be with all of you today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your questions, for your love, and I look forward to talking to everybody soon. Yes, and all of you, please consider the wonderful offerings that Adelina has created for you. Um, I hope that you will consider that if you want to take this journey further um, with her. And in your own exploration, um, yeah, that's what this is all about. So thank each and every one of you for the gift of your time, your readiness, your openness, your love, and your presence today. Um, it's an honor to have you with us. Notice how you're feeling right now. Notice what stood out for you. Um, notice what's different. You know, notice what you want to explore more of. Uh, and then just let the brilliant, bountiful, beautiful blessings flow to you. Open up to receive the benefits of everything that has been ignited within you today. Um, just remember you're a sacred being, a creator being, a multidimensional master of light. And, uh, I always say claim yourself as that, and if you need a little support in really stepping into that, that's where we have all these beautiful offerings um, to really support you. So just remember that you are brilliant and resilient. You're dearly loved. You're not alone. Thank you for joining us on this soulful adventure today. I am sending crystalline rainbow waves of new earth grace and glory and gratitude from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, and then offer it to those you encounter today um, or tonight, wherever you are in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Take flight beautiful beacons of light and i'll see you back here uh in this playground of light uh next time bye everybody